0: Welcome to You Hate Movies, the podcast in which casual moviegoers, film lovers, and cinephiles argue about movies. In today's episode, we argue about how to correctly interpret the meaning of Damien Chazelle's 2014 jazz drama Whiplash. Along the way, you'll get major spoilers for Whiplash.
1: One of the movies that a lot of people were talking about in 2014, which Count Them, was two years ago. so we're living in the past one of the movies that people were talking a lot about in 2014 was Whiplash and uh, when Whiplash came out I saw it and I had some conversations with some folks who had seen it and our conversations kept gravitating toward the same thing so tonight a bunch of us sat down and we watched Whiplash together Patrick was here I was here you'd never seen the movie I've never seen the movie do you want to just real quick say whether you liked it or disliked it? It's irrelevant to what we're going to talk about, but go ahead.
2: Okay, I really liked it. So I was very, very tense, and I was into it the whole time.
1: Yeah, he was making faces and had his hands over his face. Mostly really got movie. me. It's good. Bethany Allen, hi, is here, and uh, you didn't seem like you were as pleased.
0: It's a really intense movie. I was yeah. stressed 97% of the time. Okay. So I don't, I don't love that. I had seen the end the last scene one time that's what I had seen oh
1: then you've got the upper hand here Tyler yep you were here I was I am here yeah you're here you were here here. (laughs) yeah (laughs) now they're here and they're hearing something that happened in the past right it's the present for us it's the past for them sure (laughs) (laughs) wrap your head around that wherever that is (laughs) I'm there Had you seen this movie before tonight? No,
3: I hadn't. And I remember 2014. Yeah, that's good. And I remember (laughs) people talking a lot about it. And I thought, yeah, I should see that.
1: Um, So two years later. (laughs) Got around to it. Yeah, I saw it. (coughs) But <coughs> Transformers movie comes out, this man is on it. He is gonna see yep. that Transformers. <laughs> no, and they gave him credit if well, this had come on TBS, he would have got That's it. That's true. Yeah.
3: That's what got me is Transformers is on Hulu, and I said, uh, I kind of, uh, you know, let me, let me, let me clarify here. <laughs>
0: what is happening? <laughs> <laughs> you know those
3: moments. Where you're you're flipping through Netflix and you're flipping through Hulu, whatever streaming service you have. And you think, what am I in the mood for? I don't know what to choose. What am I doing with my life? You know those moments? Yeah, totally. It's in those moments of defeat where I'm just lost. You don't know. That I choose Transformers and I think, ugh, Okay.
1: That's how you settle. I would never yeah. choose Transformers. I would just turn it off. Yeah,
0: that's that's when you go DVDs. outside.
3: <laughs> yeah, Does but but I've spent I've spent the day outside, so oh, I've okay. had enough of outside.
1: <laughs> oh, okay. Every time you watched a Transformers movie, you had spent the day outside. I'm just Convenient. yeah. I'm there were no other options. It was like ex- I have to watch something. And yeah, I'm
2: accepting it.
3: the defeat. The inevitability
1: something in your head going? Oh, let me just see how dumb this is for a second. And yeah. but part of you knows that you're going to watch the whole thing.
3: <laughs> no, I never expect <laughs> to get through the whole thing. Usually, I'll start
1: it and I'll go, "Oh gosh, oh yeah, this is bad."
3: I wonder what else. Wonder what else is. <laughs> I wonder how Where else it can be. You put on Lord
0: bad. of the Rings. What, what? or something nah. better? He's not
1: trying to go to sleep. Ooh. Ooh. Okay. That's another podcast. Ooh, yeah, okay. but uh, yeah, Whatever. that's true. Guess who else is here? Peter Nikiforov is here.
4: I'm back, guys.
1: And Nikiforov, had you seen that movie before? I have not. And, and what'd
4: you think? It was super stressful. Most of my nails are gone, but I guess that's a good thing. I don't know. I'm uh, I'm kind of in Bethany's boat. It's like, obviously it was super intriguing, but it's like, it does feel miserable. While you're watching it you're Yeah like it feels like We're bleeding The whole time It's just time. cringe I looked up what cringe meant Because I was like Is that the appropriate term Yeah mm-hmm. Apparently it's when you like Just tilt your head back Or your body back In a <laughs> reaction Which doesn't <laughs> That's one of the definitions yeah. the primary definition yeah.
0: We yeah. were tilting our bodies yeah. All over the place So you know When you're uh, like I've on
1: missed an airplane I've missed Peter <laughs> <laughs> Thanks Tyler Thank um, So here's what I've Been wanting to do a podcast on Ever since I saw that movie a couple of years ago is about the ending of whiplash because I talked to a handful of people right after seeing it. And they said, yeah, what'd you think about the ending? And I said what I thought about it. And they were like, what? No, that's not what happened at all. Then someone else that was standing there said, what are y'all talking about? That's not what the movie was saying. And it seems like no one I've talked to has any kind of agreement on exactly what transpired in that final scene. And then more than that, what the movie was trying to say with that final scene sure so
3: you're talking it, about the open-ended interpretation between um fletcher and andrew what's the, what did the kids last name what it, they always call him? neiman neiman? Neiman.
1: Fletcher was, and neiman his name was norman but he kept well, calling like it, it was neiman, wasn't super <laughs>
4: clear and explicit like they were just am i am i right well great uh, let's, let's let's look let's into let's this what is your opinion well okay i'm just gonna say the thing i think <laughs> obviously this dude's a hard ass am i allowed to say that no okay yeah you guys can figure that out anyway can we believe and and, uh you know he pushes kids the whole time they're talking about this dude uh what's the guy who threw the symbol at um i don't know some famous uh, it's charlie parker They Parker. they
3: keep referring to the anecdote of charlie parker right uh having a symbol thrown at his head by joe jones
4: Right, so this dude's philosophy is push people to the end, and he obviously did that with this kid, or like pushed them to get, th- get it out of them or whatever, and obviously this kid, he did that to this kid. I don't think he had planned it for it to get him fired, but then sort of at the end, it seems like that comes back and it actually you know, plays out exactly how he wanted it to. And he even mentioned specifically that dude came back after get, like a year later, after in exactly kind of similarly, you don't know how long time went by, but it seemed like well, a while it was fall went by. Well, to summer, right? And it didn't really show him practicing. But the point is, after all that went down, he came back and then he played a solo, just like guy said, and they were like on good terms. Obviously, everyone was smiling, so it seemed like he just fulfilled that kind of prophecy or whatever. Now, what, right? What? Wait, what solo? And the solo at the like end the when he just took up. like uh-huh. he was supposed yeah. to finish and he kept going, and it's exactly what dude did that uh-huh. got the cymbal thrown at his head. And, you came know, he and came sure. back and came back and then tha- okay. it ended And the implication was he just like killed it just like how this guy said you know and he even said to him you shouldn't be or he, what did he say he's like I never had a Norman I don't know the names of these guys but he's he like never I never had a Charlie Parker yeah exactly and the implication was yeah you did you know and that and it like froze on the kid's face for a while after they said he said that scene and just it was on his face. I don't know, right? Is Everyone saw <laughs> right? <all> that, right? <laughs> right, <laughs> it guys. Like super guys, clear. right? There was, yeah. So you're you're saying that
3: this uh, this conflict between them in the classroom uh, eventually escalated into a boiling point where Miles Teller, playing Andrew, tackles. Yeah, J.K. that's K. like the, uh, the symbol Simmons, being thrown. J.K. Simmons.
4: J.K. Mm-hmm. Rowling's is the Harry Potter. <laughs> yeah. <but they> didn't, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't tackle <laughs> her. He <They> didn't tackle <laughs> her. <laughs> you he tackled that. J.K. Simmons. That's, it's analogous to the symbol being thrown. On
3: stage, right? And so then you find them again out on the street, uh, kind of on neutral ground. But the conflict escalates because Fletcher is trying to get revenge, which seems like... It seemed intentional, obviously, that he brought him on stage to embarrass him and to finally bring an end to his career because he said the people that were here tonight can make one phone call and make your career or they will never forget the mistakes you make. So he was obviously there trying to wreck his career. And it was that defining moment where the conflict kept rising and escalating and it left the classroom out onto the streets on the professional stage where they finally clashed and... Andrew the drummer rose to the occasion and he, they had their their Joe Jones throwing the cymbal at his head moment where he he became the drummer he wanted to be. What and Patrick took a he, <laughs> he took a deep breath. He <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yes, took a deep what breath. going to say next? Uh and in that moment the conflict that they had either the teacher trying to bring the best out of the student or the student trying to prove himself to the teacher all that conflict they had finally resolved itself in that they finally understood each other they both achieved what they were working so hard to achieve
2: yeah On that's that what i was going to think is that the that's analogy what you were going to think or say that's it? what i'm thinking <laughs> was what i was going to say <laughs> 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 is the the analogy they kept saying of dude throwing the symbol joe uh, jones yeah so <sighs> What's the guy? What's the, the conductor's name? Fletcher. It's so hard Fletcher. to remember. Fletcher. The names. Fletcher. JK. was trying to be Joe the whole time. Well, sure. Yeah. 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 Through the chair. It's very clear
3: yeah. that this story of right. Joe Jones throwing a symbol at. Charlie Parker's head is the story we're experiencing now. Right. And you hear a lot about these stories in the past because Fletcher wasn't there. and no, but Nobody really knows the true story. Right. But these stories about some guy who may or may not have thrown a symbol intentionally at someone else's head becomes a legend in, in its own way. It's It's the telling of somebody rising up to become... Uh, a, a king among, among musicians, or sure, whatever. Peter just said it's so interesting
2: how uh, when he tackled him, it was the way he was throwing his symbol at him. So they both were kind of like right doing the same thing. They both yeah. had their metaphorical symbols thrown at them.
3: Yeah, so that's what this story is: is that they're they are <laughs> throwing symbols at each other. <laughs> but but what this old story was with um, Charlie Parker is the story that they're telling of Andrew. He. He, in his own way, has bec- will become this legend. They'll tell the story of Andrew. You remember that story about Andrew? He tackled his he got in a car accident before a concert. and Then he's tackled his instructor on stage, and then eventually they went on to m- make amazing music together. Yeah. that's his new legend I don't story. Know that so that settles it. They would
0: tell all that. I think that the shocking moment was I don't I don't think that Fletcher anticipated him pressing through. Like, when he walked off stage, I think he thought, all right, he's a failure or whatever. And then he was surprised. At this point, is,
1: is Fletcher still... Trying to push him, or he's no. only out no. to I think he was him. done. I think he was yeah. out to sabotage yeah. him at what? that point, but then yeah, yeah. He proved him wrong, right. and he was thrilled out of his mind. What, what Fletcher may have been, moment. what
3: Fletcher may have been intentionally trying to do in the classroom was no longer his intent, in my opinion. Yeah, he was trying to intentionally sabotage him at that point, but only realized that trying to sabotage him, which isn't outside of his character, obviously, it, it all felt like sabotage. But what was trying to. In, improve the student became to try to sabotage the student and in that moment he rose to the occasion and they both realized what was happening
4: but maybe it's he he was always trying to inspire him even in the like obviously this kid responded to like harsh criticism and so maybe that even that last scene because you know that that character fletcher you know he's like it shows that scene where he cries that's kind of a random scene where he's like crying about the kid who died The kid who killed himself because he was pushed too hard. Oh, okay, and this. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was claiming that he got in a car accident. He lied. He said it was a car accident, but apparently the kid had hung himself. He still cried. The point is, he cried because the kid killed himself. Right. So the point. Where were you taking that thread? I guess I was just saying that he, you know, he actually feels bad for. He's not like a super malicious, evil dude. Like, yeah, he he's obviously really he obviously really believes in this philosophy of like breaking them down, negative reinforcement kind of thing. And I feel like even at the end. With yeah that scene in the um, restaurant where he's like telling him that he's never had a guy who's you know I don't know it just felt intentional even then like he he was no yeah he was pro he was trying to get him to so is that the
3: question here whether or not um, Fletcher's intentions on stage in that final
1: act were intentionally trying to get Andrew to rise to the occasion that's one of the questions but I think I also am interested in what you guys think the movie the movie is trying to communicate. Let's just say for the sake of argument that like, yeah, that's what we're seeing and experiencing the way that, you know, the it's not like the narrative is actually telling you that this is happening, but it seems clear enough that that could be the case. Is the movie then telling us that it's like a Mighty Ducks kind of thing? Like, he did it. Now he's going to be a great drummer. And he got his Charlie Parker. Hooray
3: yes or i think what? that i think that they're telling the joe jones charlie parker story with fletcher and andrew
1: oh i just i didn't get that i thought really? they were just
2: kind of telling the story of the moment It it's like a fleeting moment that like becomes a legend even if then
1: what okay so, so yeah, here's the questions moment. that i have i th- i saw this thing and i thought like whoa that was a really ugly nihilistic move bleak movie because I thought that the the threads that they put out there, one having to do with the kid who killed himself, so you get like Tyler was saying, this uh, musician that he had pushed so hard that he struggled with anxiety and depression, eventually killed himself. They allude to the fact that it was it could have been entirely because of this guy, or it was at least uh, uh, aggravated horribly. Sure. By emotional his abuse. Yeah, by the emotional abuse he suffered under this teacher. And that the teacher lies about the way that uh, he died because he obviously feels guilty about it. He didn't have to say he died in a car wreck or he didn't have to, you know, lie to those students. They they had no idea. Um, and then there's that scene at the dinner table where they're talking about, uh, you know, the movie has a lot to say about the quest for significance. He wants to be this great drummer. He wants to be one of the greats so that he can matter. You know, And there's that juxtaposition of him against these other accomplishments that he sees as uh worthless and while his family members you know they don't understand or relate to him but he wants to be one of the greatest and they start i think it's charlie parker that they're talking about in that scene as well and he's on about being one of the greatest musicians of the 21st century and uh his dad says he died alone a heroin addict uh at 34 or whatever it was uh yeah that's that's not success and then there's this weird moment that they put into that final sequence where he gets off the stage. He's going to walk out. He's been defeated. And his dad... Is, is looking like, through the door. Yeah, his dad's like right there. He's been with him the whole time. He's been like accepting of him. His dad is painted in a very positive light. He has his father's acceptance. Who doesn't love Paul Reiser. Yeah, and he's great. mad yeah. he's, he's he's about very, you, baby. He's very... <laughs> <laughs> well, we get it. That was the show he was on. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and he hugs him immediately and he's like, let's go. <laughs> so his dad's like the loving character, benevolent character that's like let's get out of here. He's the one who said, you shouldn't let this guy do this to you. He says, let's go. And he's like, no, I'm going to go back. And then he goes back on stage and he plays this solo. And I thought it was the ending that I got communicated was like, he is accepting his fate is like this quest for significance that ended in suicide for one guy, ended in heroin death for another guy. Uh, he thinks that this is the only way he could matter. He lost his girlfriend because of it. He turned away from his dad who like wanted him to be healthy and good. And all through the movie, he's been making the most horrific decisions with his life all in the name of like practicing so that he could be great. And I thought it was like, oh, it's kind of twisted. They, they share this moment and he's this awful like sadist who made this kid kill himself and now he's heading down that exact same path. And then it's like, Whiplash. <laughs> <laughs> so I uh,
3: I didn't I didn't interpret it that way. I but saw them but that's both. a pretty cool ending though, huh? Yeah. It was very dark. <laughs> I almost expected it to end with uh that long shot of, of Andrew's silhouette after having just failed to play it through that song. I expected it to just end. I go, Oh, well crap. <laughs> Whiplash, <yeah>. man. <laughs> <laughs> Bummer. That would be equally yeah. as But bleak. the that moment uh there's a series of moments, and I keep saying them, but like there's a series of moments that make this become legend where he's the le- he's the kid who got in a car crash, showed up for his concert, and then tackled the conductor on stage. He's the kid that failed on stage in front of a professional with a professional band in front of a serious audience, left the stage and then walked back on to play a solo and totally hijack the concert he's this he's this like coming of age legend and I saw them both as like tortured artists who were trying to achieve greatness and neither of them could. So they were obviously making terrible decisions. They were spiraling out of control all in this like reckless pursuit to find greatness and not until the very end when they were both at their bottom. Well, Andrew was definitely at the lowest point in the movie. He was laughing. He was laughed at. It was he was made a fool of himself. Yeah. And, um, in that lowest point he decided to keep going and he did find that greatness and then jk simmons saw it and he i think had a change of heart too
2: right and i don't disagree with what you're saying josh i think that's part of the story i just think that it's we see uh neiman norman whatever uh look at the situation understand that He's going down a path that could end in these ways, and then even going down it otherwise. Like, it's almost certain doom, but I'm going to try it anyway because I'm so driven to go past these barriers to try to find greatness that other people haven't found yet.
1: Yeah, but the, the only two examples of, like, that greatness that the movie gives us are, like, oh, yeah, this kid came through my class. He sucked. I saw something in him. He left here, and then he went and played for, like, the, you know, whatever. It was this wonderful accomplishment that in the next year he was first chair mm-hmm. and he killed himself because he suffered from anxiety depression it's like the guy that's my hero i want to be is the greatest he's one of the greats i want to be like him oh he died alone at 34 of you know like a heroin junkie mm-hmm. and, uh, and almost ever and also to piggyback that it seems like
4: every s- scene where he is pursuing his music he's yeah make like you said making terrible decisions and is a horrible person yeah it's almost like painting that light like it's
1: everyone who's kind to him in the movie he screws over yeah like the for the sake of like his idea of of greatness even the ginger uh drummer drummer, yeah that's showing him so much like favor in the opening sequences and like giving him patience and encouraging him he like willingly stabs in the back immediately to get his spot uh how did he stab him in the back
4: remember i Maybe mean he had he had no reason that they he were said, competing you're a uh, he's like flip my pages b word <laughs> <laughs> it was yeah. like totally out of love like there was G- a there was a
3: transformation there he was he was a shy quiet uh kid who lacked confidence and he was sitting there in su- in the support position for these other drummers who were called the core musicians and he was just a an alternate and if they were the movie he's given the chance to prove himself and he obviously commits fully, makes bad decisions, unhealthy decisions, but he has that transformation where he's he, it is a coming-of-age moment where he is realizing who he is and what he can become, and it goes too far, obviously, by turning around <laughs> and, and telling the guy to turn <laughs> his pages. The one guy who was nice to him <laughs> but, in but the but early. But as, <laughs> as, he, as he leaves the program and you know gets that apartment with the pantry full of gushers (laughs) uh he he realizes for him you know (laughs) he realizes where he went off track and what was so interesting to me is that he's having that conversation with his with his instructor uh about pushing people too far trying to find that limit and i think he's trying to realize where the healthy boundary is because he is invited to go play drums he gets his drums out of the closet but then at the same time you think oh he was gonna Sacrifice everything even more instead he calls his old girlfriend as And I interpreted that as someone who can help him draw that limit. He needs someone to say that's enough and You need to rest when the but time he comes didn't. But take he d-
0: when the time came he still went nuts and
3: no when the time came He was shamed and there was a defining moment for his future and his career and he turned around and went back out there to prove himself uh, to everybody that he was the drummer that he knew he could become
0: yeah i don't know if he was always the shy whatever kid i don't think i don't know
3: they did everything they could to make you feel that way they, Initially, talked, they anyway. talked literally about him yeah, but I, I never making eye contact with people
0: him as like Yep, i didn't perceive that as shy i just perceived it i i, I don't know some part of me i lean more to with josh Come like i was like with me. this <laughs> is a little bit it's just like the guy sadistic like dark and i also i get what you're saying and i totally can see both sides but i but you're on my b- side well <laughs> but you're on my side though yeah. i don't even care well i'm just saying <laughs> no, i see both sides but i think he kind of seemed really prideful to me in the beginning from the get-go like no. there was a part no. of him where i'm like he was
3: in the he was in you the, you the position of humility he was know. the he was oh, the I servant.
4: I feel like Page Turner finally starts to speak up. You're actually excited. I was like excited. I was like, yeah, say stuff. No one's saying anything back to the this dude. Like when he said the thing about th- that redheaded dude comes back and he starts playing the nice kid. And it and it. I mean, b- almost no time in the movie could I tell what was good and what was bad, or when <laughs> it was out of key or or out of uh, tempo. It's just like it all just sounded identical. I cannot discern the difference. But when that redhead played, I think it was intentionally kind of bad. And then the teacher said it was good. Mm-hmm. And the kid's like, are you kidding me? That was terrible. Like, why are you and it? Because you, you knew he was using him. But the point is, it was kind of good to hear him say some stuff initially. like Because he was so quiet. You're like, oh, sweet. He's like, you know, standing up for himself. Mm-hmm. Obviously, then he like yeah. took it way yeah, beyond that.
1: It seemed like they, they were giving you obvious reasons to believe that he had bolstered confidence and that like as soon as he landed the gig, he went to the theater and asked the girl out. Like he wasn't even seeing a movie. He just was like, Oh, I'm on top of the world. I'm going to go ask this girl out that I wasn't even able to look at. It was the confidence he needed. Right. But then that confidence is immediately twisted in like, as soon as we get that first scene of him in the core band crying. Yeah. Crying. And he has this, this horrific experience with He's uh, upset. He's, he has to <laughs> confess loudly that he's upset and then things go so off the rails with the way that he mistreats this girl in the name of his pursuit of greatness he's like calloused and unfeeling and horrible to her and then it seemed like the movie was then again trying to tell us that like okay well now he's out of that and uh, as soon as he went back into the band world he calls her and it's like that that's already been wrecked there's there's no going back to that it's almost like it felt like the movie was saying like you're stepping back into this world you're not going to have anything yeah. It's all or nothing. Things are falling apart around you. And if if what's this what's what Fletcher if Fletcher when he sat down with him at that jazz lounge to have that uh conversation about what he was up to there are, there had to be some honesty in at least him describing his motives. Uh but how much of that was sincere if he was if he was purely manipulating him at that at this point for the sake of sabotage? You know, because that's the only insight that we get into the Fletcher's like mind and quote unquote, like noble intentions. Is, 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 is he telling yeah. the truth? In I that felt scene?
0: like he was so manipulative the whole time. And How could
1: he have already planned that, though?
4: That scene specifically? Because
0: he kno- he knew it was him who turned him in.
4: No, but, yeah, but I did he would like come. He, to the yeah, club. then he would come to the club,
1: and he's like, "Oh yeah, I'll just kick off." No, out the well, I cr- mean, you know, no, like, no, as soon he as he sat down it. with him, yeah. but all that stuff about like, you know, what we're just buds, and let me be honest and frank with you, and I, w- was he just just buttering him up to put him in a position where he could screw him over? And if so, were the things that he was saying about his motivations and what he was really after how sincere or genuine were those things? Were they true? But he still used them as manipulation, or were they like true? They, I were think true. they were true ultimately, <laughs> ultimately if you look at yeah. facts at the end what happened
4: like if you just laid it out like he went out there he again intentionally was like i know exactly you know i know that you ratted me out you know and then he evoked this like amazing performance out like ultimately if you look like objectively at the facts <laughs> he did exactly what he said Look, at we're the not camera. in a lab right now <laughs> We should. you, you still <laughs> think that
3: you still think that the entire time Fletcher had this plan even after he was no longer at the school uh, you think that this is all part of a plan to make
2: Andrew a better drummer
3: yes no that's
4: no. not it no I well, mean I there's okay that there's no way
2: to know when yeah. he was how sitting at the, that lounge that? <laughs> <laughs> sitting in the lounge was a moment of sincerity I think that maybe he was even trying to explain himself to the guy who got him fired on some level it could or be I and then there was some de- definite
3: genuine
4: emotion there
2: right and i think that the manipulation piece started when he walked outside and said hey wait a minute or it's when it turned it on because
4: the very last thing the kid said was maybe did you ever think you took it too far because initially he was like you know, kind of laughing about it. That's crazy that somebody, or like he said, he felt bad about it or something. But at the very end, he like got, the kid got serious and said, do you ever think you took it too far? So maybe that's when he was like keen on the the
1: order of events. When he sits down with him, he's like, I don't know if you've heard, I'm not at school anymore. And the kid's like, Oh yeah, I did heard that. Did you quit? If he's already aware, he's put Mm -hmm. the, you know, he's done the math in his head. He knows that Andrew is the one who turned him in. This must be infuriating. This guy who's, we see has anger issues and yet he's strategic and plotting and... Yeah. Do you think that the, um,
3: that the classroom experience that they had w- one with another was unable to work to bring out the greatness in each of them because it was a controlled environment where they knew everyone was there on each other's, inevitably on each other's side trying to make each other better, but it was only once when they were li- literally out on the streets <laughs> and they were actually at odds with one another that they were able to get to that place because they had to dig deeper because they knew that they were using this conflict with one another to try and rise to the occasion. You just mean circumstantially? Yeah. In the classroom, it was a controlled environment that even if Fletcher was threatening him and scaring him and intimidating him, Andrew still knew he, that he was there as the instructor and his goal was to make him better. Now that they're out on the streets and in that moment on stage, he, he very, very intentionally sabotaged Andrew's career and that was not to make him a better drummer. That was to end his career as a drummer. And out there when it became real, then Andrew was able to find it in himself to become great. And then, then Fletcher saw one of his students become great and they finally had that moment where they could experience that together
1: yeah i think that's all true i just it's it, i wonder if what are the what are the stakes at this point because this guy doesn't seem to have given us anything redeemable there's these little glimpses it's the like the end is redeemable that's it? That yeah. That's well, all we get from Fletcher? The You're solo. saying a piece of crap. If no. you notice that Fletcher... <laughs> he's just a, piece he's of a crap. tortured
3: artist who, yes, who has he spiraled out of control and is is making bad decisions, but it's all from a genuine
4: desire to see musicians become great.
1: When uh, just We believe him because of the bar conversation? Outside
4: no. of the classroom, he's never... You said that this, he's got anger issues, but maybe it's all a fake, you know, facade. It's just, no, this, I bet, I it's, bet anger it shows, remember, it, remember the scene where it shows him talking to the kid and he's like, oh, hey, you can have like, he's super nice, outside, an like five just five outside to in the girl. hall. Yeah, yeah. And then the other, only other time you see him outside, again, objective facts. The only other time <laughs> you see him out in the hall, uh, out of the music room, was in the bar. And again, he was nice. He was like smiling, looking at all the people. And then even at the jazz concert, he's like, as they go in, he's, he's like doing a job. Though,
1: I mean, not at the jazz bar, he wasn't being nice. He was manipulating a guy into his the destruction of his entire life when I mean, he, he was only talking did to the that. Girl,
3: no, I think that the table, the conversation was, was genuine. Yeah,
1: think about the conversation he had with the little girl, though. I thought that that was a twisted moment too because he says to the this little innocent girl like oh hey yeah, you're going to grow up to band. be a college kid and come be you're meant to think like oh heck no no <laughs> little girl run for your life <laughs> you yeah. don't want to end up in this guy's classroom and that he's willing to say like yeah come be in I'll my class you too. because yeah. he knows objectively
4: he's super good at teaching and he knows that you know like the kid doesn't understand it yet but when he grows up when the child grows up it's going to be rough but ultimately like the means or the or the, 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 uh, the output is going to be this, you're going to be a great musician. It's like people, that's why it's the best uh, university in the whole, you know, where they say the whole world or whatever. It's like ultimately he's got crazy methods and crazy yeah. tactics to teach these, you know, to get these Yeah, uh, it, it it all to feels people to suicide. <laughs> it all
3: feels very <laughs> extreme, but that's true. If you look at the, the position they're all in, it's the best school in the, in the country and it makes it the best School in the world. And so if you want to rise to this type of greatness and become this musician that's world-renowned, this is one of the main avenues to do that.
1: But take a step back now. I thought we all agreed that he was being uh, a bold-faced liar. Bald-faced liar? Bald-faced liar? Bald, face liar? bald, face liar? bald yeah. Bald. Bald. It bald. Yeah, that it's bold-faced liar. But JK <laughs> is bald. Yeah, he yeah. was a bald-faced, yeah. bold-faced liar. <laughs> and the J- he was that was all manipulation i thought we all agreed the entire that. Did we thing? all agree no. to
3: that did i agree to I that? Don't I, think think no. I, might have. I don't think it was all
4: manipulation no
2: i think li- i think sitting in the lounge was sincere yeah, and yeah.
4: i think yeah. There, was even there was when even when he ran moments. after him and decided that he was gonna be a saboteur there are even moments in the classroom where i think are
3: genuine but he quickly unravels and he has a short temper because he's probably been committed to this job for so long trying to find his charlie parker and he yeah. hasn't i, I think have. he's totally unhealthy but he has sincere motives no. Bethany's over here shaking her head and disgust. What I are you, what's so. going on over here?
0: I just don't think so. I don't think that's entirely true. I don't think his motives are pure like that. I really don't. I just because well, he's, I'm not he's saying so mean. I think he's I'm so wrapped he's up s- in himself by any and means. His, his arrogance that he can't even he can't he can't even see what he needs to see. I'm not. I'm not saying
3: he's not arrogant. I'm saying that he's there because he wants to help students become their best. And I don't he wants know if I believe that. Hmm.
4: Well, uh, he wants he, there? he
0: wants to to be the best. He wants. It's all about him. That's what yeah.
4: incentive does and he have at a school to become the best? Like, w- in what way? because it's his about
2: name it's
0: becomes great if being he's the, the
1: best. The Joe, Joe, whatever yeah. the, guy the guy who discovers him. Yeah, yeah. yeah, he wants to be that person in the story. Yeah, he wants to be responsible for a Charlie Parker.
0: He's the disc- he's the discoverer. He's oh. so arrogant even the way he
1: frames his you know his lament in the bar scene, he says. You know, Andrew. The truth is, I never have had a Charlie. It's like right. a, it's a, it's something not happening a to him. It's right. an experience. It's not about his students. And even on the stage,
0: the last scene, he's like, "I'm like, he's like, I'm like, he does not need you there, moving your hand up and down, to help yeah, him yeah. know yeah. when to crescendo <laughs> and when not to." Yeah. Thanks so much, though. You've been well no he help at all. Dot com. He cued you him in. Been no, he
3: cued he dot com. for that dude, last dude, note. That's why. A I no. con- so that's why <laughs> conductors up there. He they they did need to because he cued the band back yeah, in yeah they did need to he f- said
0: i'll cue. cue you he
4: cued him to cue the band back in <laughs> yeah he can't go he waving his arms pa- he for knew all he the was guys
0: he's taking all his glory too he was saying i'll cue you
4: no didn't you while he was playing didn't you want Andrew the music just to come back like it was yes. you needed it to come back <laughs> but it not on been, Fletcher's if it just terms, ended if it just Andrew's ended with drums terms. it would have been horrendous. Oh. <laughs> yeah, I I still think that all of this. You have a of lot of
0: compassion for Fletcher, the sadistic, crazy, <laughs> I do, <laughs> wackadoo.
1: Yeah, Tyler I loves do. him. He wants to be in his class. I, d- I do. I,
3: I I want to believe in him. Uh, I, d- I think that even in that ending moment during his solo, where you see this uh, harmony between Fletcher and Andrew, where they keep cutting back and forth between um, the solo and and Fletcher conducting the the rest of the band and they, they're finally finding that rhythm together and that harmony and they're they're actually discovering that respect for one another that has been missing for so long I and think
0: Andrew respected him from the get-go uh,
3: yeah, he didn't even uh, want to turn don't him it I don't think there I like don't a know mutual I think that there respect. was a lot of anger he was he was driven by anger and he would he, he was terrified. He would lock feared. himself away to try and, and practice and practice and become better and prove. to prove the other guy wrong. Yeah. and earn his place.
0: And earn because he, he respected him.
3: I think because he feared him. I think. It's but true. once he did rise to greatness and he saw how Fletcher had done that, yeah. then, then he you could kind of see the anger. The anger kind of disappeared, and his, his drumming was done with a calm, confident kind of attitude. And then they found that rhythm together.
0: Mm. I, don't I think I all the frustration disappeared. I don't, I'm not saying the frustration didn't disappear. I'm just saying I, I think he still revered and respected Fletcher long before he feared him. I he didn't know. know.
3: I think it was, it was fear and anger because I don't know that he would have re- tackled the guy on stage if he respected him.
0: Fear and anger is futile. Yeah, you're and right. And that's someone, why you're trying to earn their fear and anger. You're are trying to definitely earn credibility un- in their eyes. So he was driven by that. Mm. He had already. Yeah, like, and that's why it. they were
3: both behaving so badly. It was all unhealthy. I'm. I don't. N- don't you're proving think my point.
0: No, I'm not <laughs> at all. I'm saying you're wrong.
2: Yeah, but what about <laughs> this? I'm neither of <laughs> 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 now, neither one of them had a good ending. I'm <laughs> reliving the first episode. Now, neither one of them had a good ending.
1: What are you talking about?
2: It ended on that. The guy got fired from his prestigious job. Right, so now he's like bouncing around from concert to concert. They're both on no, school. Matter. It's, a great, but but it's yeah. a great no, ending. yeah, it's not, because think it, the guy said it's cutthroat. If you mess up once, they'll never forget. It doesn't matter how great that's it. No, it does. No, it does. It no, does, because, because that was he, their, that was their Charlie Parker. He messed up so bad, the whole thing had to no. stop. No, no, no. That was not, not it. it. He went that's out there, it. he went out guns blazing. He made that nice gesture, but that's it for him. <laughs> no,
0: I don't <laughs> think no so. No way. That's it. The song
2: stopped. The whole song stopped, and he got laughed
4: off stage. You didn't get clapped. Very reluctantly. No,
0: but then he got back up there and he was like, "No, it was the solo." He like like
1: had a fight with the conductor on stage. That that audience is going to be like, "Wow, this is the best jazz concert I've ever been on. I don't know that he was playing anything right. What can't tell? This is
2: what
3: I've been saying the whole time: (laughs) is that these moments of (laughs) conflict where (laughs) they're (laughs) shouting at each other on stage, he's walking off stage and coming back, and they're literally (laughs) fighting (laughs) on (laughs) stage. (laughs) These are the moments where the their students in the future will talk about what happened between these two people on stage. Sure, And then but they'll talk about how great they became. So and then I where do the they go from there? That's what I'm saying. And and sure, that moment, is, that moment is great. <laughs> but
2: what's after that? Andrew will get
0: a job. It That's irrelevant. It just ended right
2: there. It was the That's audience. The glory. It, it was they, that moment
3: that defined everything playing for that audience who can make or break your career. The assumption is that once he, ra- he, he was able to rise to the occasion that his career was made and he went on to success. We don't know that. No, but that's the implication. Yeah, it's not an implication.
2: It's an implication that they like had a moment where they like agreed finally.
3: No, the implication is that this stage is your defining moment. If you do well here, you can go on to success. If you fail Uh here, you will never
2: play I think
1: when he turned, he's gonna go on to success and to excess and death, loneliness (laughs) and isolation. When he turned away from from his dad, that was the defining point in the movie where they said, "He's choosing self-destruction over a healthy life."
0: It's it's gonna make him terrible, like Fletcher is. No,
1: I I can agree with
3: you that that moment, uh, of it being desperate and and isolating, is hard to tell.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Or or. Really obvious. And, you know, we can definitely <laughs> tell <that it's> <laughs> because you
3: you're trying to interpret the um, expression on Paul Reiser's face as he's looking through the door and his 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 uh, his face changes where he's kind of in awe mm-hmm. or shock. I don't know how you would interpret. It. How did you interpret that expression?
1: I thought that he. I thought that there was an implication there that he was finally understanding mm-hmm. his son's gift, mm-hmm. but that he had also been rejected by his son.
3: I don't know that it was rejection.
4: Yeah, I, I think he think was, was there for him. I he don't don't think was it was yeah, it's not like he was like. Uh, I, I think don't think need you this dad.
1: moment where he like, walks away from this other father figure who scolds and manipulates and hurts him, and he walks toward this other father figure who's like loves him and cares for him and wants to protect him from the other one, and he's actually in the movie pointing him toward the door saying "Let's go," mm-hmm. and he stops. And turns around, leaves his dad, his real dad, and goes back to this other father figure, yes, to challenge him and confront him and prove himself, but then they share the connection, they share this defining moment together while his dad watches from the back of the hallway or Mm -hmm. whatever, through a door.
3: Do not you think that could also be understood as he's at the the lowest point in the film? He was just shamed on stage and he knows that he as he walks off stage he knows his dad is always there for him and he decides that he needs to he needs to prove to himself that that he's not worthless and it's it's not necessarily to try and prove the other guy wrong and maybe right. it's more about proving himself proving to himself that he can do it and that he won't be defeated by this guy not necessarily to defeat fletcher but to not be defeated by him and it's because he doesn't have anywhere else to go. He he can't go further down and he knows he has his dad there with him. And it's almost like that moment with his dad was reassuring to him that support. I know I have you. I know that I can do this. So I'm going to go try again.
1: I would agree with you 100% had it not been for the suicide and the reference to Charlie Parker's death.
3: I would agree with you (laughs) if he didn't call that girl because he was very clear about isolating himself from her and ending that relationship to commit himself to the music but once he went back in it makes no sense for him to call her if he was going to fully commit like he had No he once was just repeating
2: then. the same thing is like he had a success like when he finally got exactly. in the first band he
1: went and asked her out exactly. it's like oh it's I a high I think it's note.
3: because he knew he needed healthy boundaries I
1: don't think he knows knows what these healthy boundaries are. No, it was a motif. Patrick's right. It was a motif. (laughs) Yeah. Because he got amped up on his confidence again. He calls her back, and this time explodes in his face, and we just get this scene of him like looking off awkwardly and lonely, going like, well, I destroyed that. And he didn't even know how to connect connect with her. He was like, All right, <laughs> sorry, so anyway, let's get some pizza as if that was like a mature thing. To and say. that's probably, probably supposed that's to start what
2: steering the audience into like, wait, this isn't going the same way. Something exactly. something bad's coming. Exactly. Man, man this guy beside me knows movies. <laughs> 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 I
4: love him. Wait, did he, was he going to call her at some earlier point? He looked at her. Yeah. But what was going on then? He had nothing going on, he had right? He nothing. He was working so in a deli. Sh- that you know, kind of helps gushes. their... their like uh, argument because that's like the implication there is that he isn't confident. He's got no accomplishments. He's called, which is hilarious because this girl, her whole thing is that she feels like she's not accomplished anything and she feels worthless. And he tells her she is and doesn't want to be with her. But you know what I'm saying? It's like, he
1: didn't text her intentionally because he felt like he had nothing going on. And the, the movie puts characters around him that are in his life, actually in his life and connected to him that don't, Know or understand his world? Yes, yeah, some of them are like buttholes. The you know the family members—they're like, "Oh, we play football or whatever." But others of them actually care for his dad and this girl, uh, Nicole or whatever her name was. Um, and they—they they are not impressed with Jazz because it just—it is a, on a different planet. It's in my not for life. everybody, he says. Yeah, so it's it's almost like the movie's trying to tell you, like, look, the the people that ca- actually care about you, they. This isn't something that this isn't something that is going to imp- impress, or th- it, there's like a loss. There's a disconnect between him and even this girl when they're having that, like, oh, he's trying to impress her by saying he identifying exactly what the recording is playing at the pizza parlor and who's playing drums. And she's just like, neat. Anyway, you know.
4: Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, he's what are you I saying?
1: I'm saying that everything that he's doing to immerse himself in this world of jazz is to put himself in harm's way with people that with a guy who wants to destroy him in a lifestyle that the movie has told us doesn't pan out for the people who succeed
3: for Charlie Parker
1: and the suicide kid
3: who both had success and both
4: died,
1: hmm. but they were great Poor according to jazz people. I had never
4: heard of them before. <laughs> <laughs> you ever heard of Charlie Parker? No. Hmm.
1: What about uh the jazz itself? Were you guys into that? Yeah, because it sounded like a chaotic cacophony <laughs> of nonsense.
4: <laughs> <laughs> it was entertaining. I think it add to the intensity, like the type of music it is. It was just like it was super intense. They did I think they all those shots where it's like close up, I think it get, it like sucks you in like you're in his like field of vision seeing just like shots of the random things. And then when something like a car side swipes him from the side, you don't see it coming just like he didn't see it coming because he's so focused on all yeah,
1: this Yeah, you know, if nothing else, we can all agree on this. Take a step back and think, Andrew had the craziest freaking time <laughs> <laughs> playing drums in this yeah. band. He's I like... Know. Uh, all on the verge of a, a breakdown he gets in a fight with the teacher he's always blooding up his <laughs> hands he gets hit by a car passed nearly passes out while he's trying to perform he gets sabotaged <laughs> on stage no one's had this much excitement in the world of jazz <laughs> in the history of the genre yeah seriously
2: yeah it, to the film's credit too it was so intense for me like even when they were doing well when the band was playing well and it seemed yeah, like fletcher like was enjoying himself i was still like Something nervous because he's about to there. throw something because yeah. he's really mad. You know, like I can't tell if they're playing good or not. <laughs> yeah, there's no way to know. And he, any second <laughs> now he's going to
1: like just shoot everybody because <laughs> he's so crazy. <laughs> the chair is going to go across the room. So the the <laughs> argument <laughs> you guys can't see it, but he was looking off at the ceiling. Yeah.
3: So the argument here is whether or not Fletcher was sincere or sadistic.
1: Well, that's part of the argument. I think the argument is more like: is the movie give is the movie trying to give us a happy ending or a bleak ending,
4: or like a warning? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like yeah.
1: cautionary so tale, yeah. or like he did it.
3: That if Fletcher was mm-hmm. just being sadistic, pleasuring, <laughs> <laughs> finding pleasure in other people's suffering, uh, I still think that the movie was. Um, I still th- I still like the ending. Even if you're right that Fletcher was just being terrible, I still think it had a good ending because Andrew still despite those odds did find
1: greatness. And you there's mean, no yeah. good ending in that it was upbeat or happy or yeah, for lack of a For particular. Andrew.
3: Now yeah. you might say that even though he uh rose to the occasion and had this conflict with Fletcher and became the drummer he always wanted to be, that's positive no matter what. But if even if he goes on beyond that point, uh, to spiral out of control and die young and <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> get addicted to heroin, whatever, if you at you're, least you're he played <laughs> a drum <laughs> solo. <laughs> 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 at least he at least in his mind, it's worth it because he his dream is to become even if dying young, becoming one of the greats—if that's what it takes—then he's willing to do that. Yeah, it, it is a—that like is a. With me. It, it <laughs> I'm like with thats i am saying, if that's true, he accomplished the goal that he wanted, and he—if that's the sacrifice you have to make to become great—then I'm, I'm yeah. glad there are m- people out there doing it because we wouldn't have Charlie Parkers or Chet Bakers. It, well, that's, the that's the a point good
4: of way, the way to look it, at the world. It seems Tyler. like a matter of values. It's like, what do you put your value? If you value like great music and to get it to any extent uh, like at any extent or do you value like family and respecting people <laughs> that's and what the movie that is kind of, yeah. you know and, th- and that's the qu- at the that's end of the it conflict. it's like yeah he they he became great but you might think he was a total you know dick the whole time and so is and he like led a terrible life and so did the other guy and it's like it's what you want to take away from it
1: yeah that's what i'm saying yeah so, that's what yeah, so just in a way we all agree that's the sacrifice to yeah. achieve greatness <laughs> Uh, do you think we've ended somewhere on the same page, Bethany?
0: I think we've been talking just in circles.
1: No. What, have you? No, we had have a clear divide
4: earlier, and I a feel divide, like we've
0: come around. Mm.
1: Have you heard our show before? <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs>
3: no, I haven't, no been, I haven't been persuaded. I still think that. Uh, yeah, I think
0: you're wrong about really? that, though. I still think, you don't that,
3: think F- that Fletcher wanted to wanted. see no. him achieve success. In no, the end, they may have success. been at genuine odds with one another, but they, they found mutual respect cher
4: but he could that have could found d- success without the kid finding success right the whole so point yeah, the whole point of the <laughs> film <laughs> is to find success worst.
3: and become great and it's this it's the story of how to get there and whether or not they hated each other whether me. or not they they respected <laughs> one another they still found that greatness in the end
0: yeah I'm not going to celebrate that <laughs> I'm not that guy is Bobo the Fletcher is a jerk.
1: Well, let me ask you this. If you're working at a movie theater and the guy who <laughs> like constantly looks at his feet when he orders popcorn and Raisinets comes in, which is already weird that he orders Raisinets and popcorn every time, he comes in and he finally says, Oh, hey, uh, you,
0: well, you want to go out cute. with me ever? Yeah. yeah, I
1: think you're really pretty. Yeah, I
0: like that.
1: Would you, Would you go out with Andrew?
0: That guy With yeah. the small lips No <laughs> 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 She kept
3: critiquing How n- narrow, narrow His feature features were
0: His eyebrows Are really narrow Like square <laughs> And his lips are square <laughs> He's
1: got a long he nose though Interesting Poor guy yeah, He's not he, You know. No I think he he's like cutesh,
0: though he I think he's cutish He just Kind of is like a dad Is that a and
4: Nationality <laughs> He could play drums for you <laughs> Cutish And Turkish I don't
2: Turkish. <laughs> care about drums In <laughs> fact I, You know It's really weird Drumming makes me feel like It's
0: neurotic Like
4: no, 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 no. I'm
0: like when he's like hitting it so hard like, <laughs> Over yeah. and over again I just want him to stop <laughs> It makes me crazy <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening to You Hate Movies What the heck is Whiplash really about And was Fletcher sincere in the jazz lounge? Visit youhatemovies.com And leave a comment on this episode And all 75 of our other episodes While you're at it When you're done, follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook, all at YouHateMovies.